All right, everybody, welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. I am Paul. And I'm Eric. That's right, and we're back here with another week of our ninja uh, coverage, I guess is what I'll call it. Uh, it's because not quite Daredevil. Daredevil's not in this. Yeah, no. It's Daredevil adjacent. He comes up. Yeah, he, uh, well, the name Daredevil. They mention Matt, it. He, Matt, he Matt doesn't Murdoch show up. up. Yeah, yeah, the, the lawyer. I mean, I don't know who this Daredevil guy is. Oh, yeah, is. I suppose <laughs> in this time, she wouldn't even know that Matt was Daredevil, so. Yeah, I think this book takes place before what we uh, read last week. Yeah, it's after she met him in college, but before they meet up again later. Right. So, so yeah, so we're doing our first uh, Electra-themed week uh, this week. Last week, we did Daredevil. Um, we read the first arc of Frank Miller's run on Daredevil, featuring uh, Electra, Bullseye, Kingpin, yeah. uh, one of those kind of stories. And then we read, or sorry, we watched the Daredevil movie from 2003 with Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner and yep. Colin Farrell and Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, it's a good revisit. I mean, for me, it was a first visit. <laughs> oh, it, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it was, uh, I mean, honestly, it had, it was one of those, like, bad movies we watched that we do pluck, like, some things that we liked out of it. Yeah, I mean, like, it was a casualty of its time. At least me. Um, yeah. I, oh, no, I, for sure. I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than I remembered, like, the first time. Yeah, I came out going, like, wait, did I like this version of Bullseye? I didn't think this was going to happen. But <laughs> Yeah, I definitely attributed, like, way too much negative energy on the design, because like, yeah, he, he actually played work. it pretty well. Yeah. I'm telling you, they should have just had him wear the actual comic book costume and been like the only one, right? Like if they want to make him look like he already uh, looks like over goofy. the top, yeah. yeah, then fucking put him in the costume, right? Um, so this is going to be an interesting one because the the movie that we watched is the not really even a sequel to Daredevil. It's like almost like a reboot. Yeah, I mean, because they do show like some scenes from it, but it's weird. Yeah, they it's like a soft reboot. They basically did what Frank Miller didn't want to do with an electric comic. Is like bring her back from the dead, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I don't, it was an interesting uh, dynamic. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're going to be do- planning this week. We're going to be reading Electra Assassin, which is by uh, Frank Miller and Bill Sinkovitz, and then we're watching the uh, Electra movie, which is ugh, okay. Yeah, there's some words. Uh, so uh, I mean, some of you who guys who listen to this podcast a lot might know that sometimes when we watch a bad movie at the end of the episode, we'll have to re-rank the votes and find out what's the worst thing we've yeah. watched, or at least what, maybe <laughs> with the bottom negative three we'll yeah. have to do at this point. So uh, just a little spoiler warning. We might have to break out that old list at the end yeah, of this episode. dust it off. This one might have a spot in the ranks. It, 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 it shot high. It uh, was a sleeper. I didn't imagine it was going to be as bad as it was. Yep, it, sh- it shot for hell and landed on a lava rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing this week. I think we talked about a little bit. We finally decided, like, what our plans are going to be, like, moving forward for the podcast as well, um, for, like, what our schedule is going to look like. Because um, we are, what, like, mid-November, nearing end of November, probably. Yeah, about by mid-November. The- yeah, so we got probably about three or four weeks in between where uh before christmas where we can do whatever we want and then on christmas day uh, for that week we're going to be doing the uh our klaus yeah we talked about what we're doing we for that. we haven't chosen which one yet but we'll i think what what we should do is just do like that they're collecting like they're releasing a new trade collecting all the one-offs from, oh, klaus right. from this year i think oh, we could, I should we get could that. just do that yeah yeah we, I think you've read one of them already, the the time travel one. Not time travel, but it's like a Klaus through the years. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, with that like, one was With great. no dialogue. Yeah, that, yep. that's one of them. Yeah, that one was awesome. So yeah, we're definitely going to revisit that on Christmas. I think we're just going to keep that tradition going until we've read all the Klaus comics on yeah. the podcast. Hopefully it, Graham Morrison writes some more. Yeah, it, it's very good. So <laughs> I I'd would like love to, it. I'd like to see those two come back. And I mean, they didn't do a Klaus comic this week, which was or this month. Mo- this year. This year, which was disappointing. I mean, it's but, understandable. Yeah, I, I suppose. Graham Morrison's doing other stuff. They're doing like Green Lantern right now. So, I mean- um, so that's our plan. My cat is meowing in the I background. Know, he's going so ham. If you guys turn up the volume to a million, you might be able to hear a little kitty. <laughs> uh, so, and then I think what we're doing next week, we finally decided we're going to do, uh, we're going back to Batman. Believe it or not, in all the stuff that we've covered so far, we've only done Batman once. Can you believe that? Uh, yeah. Because we, we've done Batwoman, we've done Catwoman. Uh, no, it wasn't We it did twice. Birds of Prey. No, because th- we did. Then we do Death in the Family and Killing Joke. Joker, yes. Yeah, so we did Joker. Oh, right. We did right. not do Batman. Yeah, I guess yeah. we, we read a Batman comic. Technically, yeah, but, but yeah, technically we've done Batman once. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be re- revisiting Batman soon. Next week we're going to be doing uh, Batman Universe by uh, Brian Michael Bendis and Nick Darrington, uh, which is a very recent uh, book that came out because Brian Michael Bendis like just went over to DC like a couple years ago. Gotcha. Um, he was at Marvel for like years and years and years. And yeah, years. and he did a big Daredevil thing. Yep. Yeah, his biggest. Things were Daredevil, Alias, and then he did okay. like a run on X Men. Uh, he created Miles Morales. Oh, really? Uh, yep. Oh, damn. Yeah, and Ultimate Spider Man. Ultimate Spider Man is probably his biggest. Oh, book. right, right. Uh, that's where Miles comes from. So, gotcha. 
So, yeah, so that'll be our first Brian Michael Bendis book that we're doing, I think. We, we've talked about doing his Daredevil run. We just haven't done it yet. Yeah. Um, we, we, I think this will probably be the last Frank Miller Daredevil thing we do. I think we, after this, I think we've covered most of the stuff that I really, really want to get to. Oh, we'll do we'll do Born Again at some point, certainly. Okay. That's like his big finale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kingpin stuff. But I'd like to go into the other realms of Daredevil that are maybe less talked about. Yeah, for at sure. At some point. Because like, a lot of the other... Like Daredevil, in my opinion, gets better and better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Frank Miller stuff is, is not not as good as Daredevil gets. It's pretty good. It's a good start. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and then, oh, yeah, we didn't talk about what, what else we were doing. Like, I oh, went yeah. off on a Bendis tangent. Um, yeah, so, start in the Schumacher double. Yes, we're going to do the... Uh, wait, were they both Schumacher? I think so. Uh, I don't... I don't I'll have to oh, or did he just do the Mr. I think Freeze Schumacher one. does Batman and Robin, but I don't know if he does Batman Forever. Um, we'll have to look that up. But, yeah. Uh, so next week we're going to be doing Batman Forever, which is the Val Kilmer Batman movie with uh, Jim Carrey, the Riddler, and uh, uh, who played Two Face? Why am I drawing? A um, oh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so we're no, gonna... he did. Joel Schumacher did that one too. Oh, he did. Yep. Okay, he so did I didn't both. know that. Um, because I haven't seen Batman and Robin. Believe it or not. Oh, really? Yeah, I've seen Batman oh, Forever. Nice. Uh, Batman Forever. I, I I remember liking it. I don't remember hating it. Uh, I think I remember Jim Carrey's Riddler being ridiculous, but yeah, it's it's very campy, which yeah. I appreciate. Which is and fine. Like, yeah. And uh, who's the guy that does the music? I'm I'm drawing a blank. He did the animated series too. Oh, Danny okay. Danny Elfman. Right. Because right. he he's he did like Nightmare Before Christmas and all that stuff oh, cool. too. Yeah, he's a great composer. Like the music almost makes those two movies like worth watching alone. Right. Okay, dope. So, yeah, I'm excited to get back into more of the Batman stuff because, like I said, we've only done it once. Yep. Um, I mean, we've done a lot of Batman-related things because, we, like I said, we did Batwoman, Catwoman, Birds of Prey. Did, did you mention we're doing the Graham Morrison, Batman and Robin? Uh, that is the week after, yes. So that's what we're yeah, going to be for, doing. for the movie, yeah. Yeah, so after, so next week we're going to be doing Batman Universe mixed with Batman and Forever. And yep. then the week after that, we're going to be doing uh, Batman and Robin by Grant Morrison. Uh, which is actually the Dick Grayson Batman yep. with uh, uh, Damian Robin, which is a, a great. It, it's a, in the middle of Grant Morrison's run, but it's an easy enough place to pick up because it's yeah. enough of like a status quo change where it's like everyone's starting fresh when you read that when you read that book. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then paired with that, we're going with this one is very much we went with it based on the title just because we wanted to read Batman and Robin, but it's close enough in my opinion. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. <laughs> the one, we're going to do the Batman and Robin movie, which is of course the one with Mister Freeze and uh, Poison Ivy. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that'll be interesting i have not seen that movie before it's, it's i've only treat. seen i know a lot about it just because of obviously it's a huge part of pop culture now yeah, but yeah. uh yeah, that'll be my first dip into that uh uncharted Damn, yeah. territory that'll be, that'll be interesting yes it'll be ice <laughs> all right but without further ado we're going to be getting to our book for the week which uh, as i mentioned earlier is electra assassin uh this is by uh written by frank miller uh art by bill sinkovitz uh letters by jim novak and gaspar saladino um, this run actually cu- was in 1986, which would put it a little after, uh, a few years after what we read back last week, which was uh, the was start of Frank Miller's run. Yeah, so yeah. this was like three or four years, or I'm really good at math. Three uh, years later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, this one, it, it's when you start out this book, it's a little bit hard to place where in the timeline you are. Yeah. Um, because where we left, I mean, we didn't finish the Electra run or the, the Electra story last time. But yeah. where, where you leave Electra, uh, I think we talked about it, though, spoiler. Because it killed. happens in the movie, yeah. Yeah, she gets stabbed by her own side, by Bullseye, just like in the movie. Yeah. Um, and so like you, some people, like when you start reading this, to me, it kind of seemed like maybe like she came back to life and like now she's going back at it. But it does, reading the whole run now, it does very much seem like this is for sure before her first appearance last week in Daredevil. Yeah, definitely. Um, like this is because I mean her her history is kind of we glossed over it last week as well. Basically, she her we we saw it last week in, in the comic where her father was killed like during like a, a hostage situation. Matt like tried to save him, but like he got shot anyway. Yeah. And so Electra fucked off. She went to go live in Japan. That's where she hooked up with Stick in the chest. Yeah. Uh, but then I think ended up going to the hand anyway. Um, and it's, but then uh, she left the hand, went up basically doing like mercenary jobs and became like a freelance assassin. So that's basically where we pick up here. Yeah. The main thing about this run that I think is worth calling out is, uh, I mean, obviously Frank Miller's like a huge name in all of Daredevil. And like, that's usually who people look at when they're probably buying this book right away. But the real star of this book is Bill Sienkiewicz and like his art for sure. Yeah. Like if you're 
you're not like getting this book or reading this for the story. You're reading it for the art. Yeah, uh, that, primarily. I think that's the pretty much good, my leading statement on this is like, yeah. If I had to wrap it up in a in a couple sentences, that's it. Yeah, because it's interesting because like the story and like pretty much the writing in general in this is not my favorite, but I like the book anyway just because the art is so good. Oh, like, yeah. it kind of shows like how much art actually does carry a lot of these books, like, Absolutely, especially yeah. in this one where you're like, I barely understand kind of what's happening, but yep. I like it. Yeah, because like the first two issues. Is her basically just trying to put her memory or like her mind back together and it's almost kind of like an abstract like impressionist like art piece almost like it's insanely well done yeah it's like and she's like going through like different parts in her history kind of like trying to piece together and you don't really know where she's at right now yeah like they do actually mention Matt like once or twice in this book. Yeah. Um. But like, but like we mentioned, this is before she met him as Daredevil. She doesn't know any of the superhero stuff. She just remembers him as like this like love she had in college that ended tragically. Yeah. Basically, like the only time, the couple times she thinks about him is kind of a nuisance to her because she's trying to like keep focused on her mission. She's like, no, like that that was stupid. Like, why would I even do that in the first place? Like, right. I have to focus. Um. And one thing about this comic too that I, that I I've thought about after finishing it is. I feel like Frank Miller wanted to not tell this too much from Electra's perspective. He wanted yeah. to dial it back and show it like from the outside, kind of be like, "Oh my god, she's an unreal killing machine." Like we can't understand how she's doing this, like yep. that kind of thing. Yeah, like put you in like that prey kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. But the the downside of it is, if you do that, then we have to follow a different character. Yeah, and the character we follow is just so like unreadably bad. I hate <laughs> him so much. Yeah, it's not great. And He's you spend so much time with him. Yeah, yeah, it's almost. It's at least fifty percent of the narration is ha- is is Agent Garrett. Yeah, and it, oh, it's just because uh, he's just like basically this like uh, racist, bigoted, like horrible person, like Agent of Shield. Yeah, it's just like a drunk, like burnout Agent of Shield who's just like hiding out uh, in South America, just like kind of creepily like stalking this assassin. Right, <laughs> and at first, like he gets like exploded by Electra, like his whole house blows up. I was like, oh great. <laughs> yeah, and then and then the next uh, issue is him being put together like a Terminator robot. <laughs> right. <laughs> And you're like, oh, okay. But then, he, weirdly, he doesn't like ever like look like a robot. There's parts where it comes up. But, yeah, like, you, it's interesting. He's well, more, like th- it's basically from that because at the end it kind of shows it like in a panel. But I think really the only human part of him after that is just his head. Yeah, so they, the they, they basically like, put his head on a robot body. He's like yeah. Robot Man. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I think it's basically like Nick Fury using his uh, life decoy like that's nick fury's like yeah. oldest trick in the book is the life like imitation decoy trick <laughs> where it's like i'm gonna kill you nick fury <laughs> got you it's an imitation decoy oh <laughs> uh, shit those must be really expensive yeah but i've got like a hundred million of them yeah there, there's a have you seen the stock. defense budget <laughs> <laughs> it's unlimited <laughs> So I think that's where that comes from. I'm guessing Nick Fury just like ripped the heads head off of one of those and just like plucked the agent on top of it. Basically, yeah. Yeah, I'm imagining that's what happened. Yeah, like like you mentioned, I think the first two issues, like it's kind of like hard to tell like where you're being placed. I think I think the art does kind of kick into like a more like kind of like page turner kind of uh style once you get farther into the book it becomes a little bit uh, more readable i think as oh far definitely as the dialogue and it, um, i think it's kind of cool how that lines up too because the first couple issues like even the writing is very sporadic yeah like it's i, I mean it's kind of putting you in the mind of electra and she's kind of like in a state of frenzy so it, it's kind of very sporadic writing and the mm-hmm. art is super abstract and kind of just psychedelic but the, yeah as it becomes mo- more coherent and like especially once it switches to agent garrett's like narration the art becomes more like you know, no, not normal, but like, well, yeah, the, the plot does like kind of align itself and kind of like narrows it down to more of like a story as you oh, get yeah. farther into it. It, it yeah, just takes sure. you a while to get there where you're like, something should happen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> After a while, it's like, okay, I'm getting like, like the art is great, but I'm like sick of reading these text boxes. Like this is nothing's happening. Yeah, totally. Um, but once it does kick off, you know, it, it's um, it's basically a, the idea is that there's a demon possessing like a presidential candidate. Yeah. The in, beast. Yeah. The beast, which is uh. And then it's basically like a Nixon uh, versus this like beast uh, possessed uh, candidate. Yeah. Um, they don't like say the name Nixon, but it's it's very much just like this like giant nose, just kind of like racist president on the other side. Yeah. Um, it's it's Nixon it, by another name. Yeah. And he, he has like this box. He, he calls it the box. And yeah. It's just a nuclear button. And he just like sleeps with it like a teddy bear. So at I've night. got the box. I could press it whenever. They don't even know. Yep. 
So, so, the, so the kind of Cold War kind of imagery that that's mixed into this, I do, I did kind of like that. That's the one thing that I took away from it that I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, because that that basically does end up being like the beast's like whole ideas that he's trying to like sow discord to like cause like nuclear war. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the parts that I, I did actually like get a lot of enjoyment are just like the the electro like action scenes, like especially oh, like, yeah. when it's like her like narrating what she's doing. But like going through this, like the parts with like Electra actually in it, which I think is part of my like what I was getting at earlier. It's like Electra's not in as much of this as I was hoping she would be. Exactly. It's a that's lot, the biggest problem. It's a lot more of Android racist Android guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that that's like that's the one part that I, I was because uh, this is my first time reading this book. I have not read this before. Okay. Um because this is not on Marvel Unlimited. This uh back in the eighties this the comics code was still out so they had to release this indie independently. Yeah. yeah. Um but like the, the the action scenes, especially like when she's doing her thing, like it actually like uh, Bill Sienkiewicz like uh, Bill Sienkiewicz gets to actually show off what he's doing. Oh yeah, and, like the parts where he's like illustrating that are like amazing. Like her like sneaking into different locations. Like there's at least like eight or nine pages in here that I just screenshotted because I was like that is just like an art piece. Oh yeah, for like, sure. Like there's um let me just go through them here just so I can kind of describe them. Just because this usually we'll talk more about like the plot and like what's going on, but in this book, like I mentioned, the strong parts really are just all Bill Sienkiewicz's art. Oh god! So I want to yeah. like really talk about that more. Yep. Um, because like there's a really good page where um, there's just a couple good spreads. There's one here where she's like uh being attached to the machines, where like Shield is trying to like rip out memories, yeah, like, out of her brain and like kind of learn more about her. Uh, and there's a really good page there with like her just kind of like staring like uh right at you with like all these like wires coming out of her. Um, there's another really good one where she like has a bazooka like leaning out the bottom of a, a helicopter like just like shooting <laughs> right yeah that part was awesome that like helicopter chase right there's also oh there's a really maybe my favorite one where she's just like sneaking into uh, like an attic and like she comes in through the window just with a crossbow like on the sunlight just like with her swords next to her oh yeah it's, like super super dope yeah what did you think about the um the sandy part where like uh, Electra basically like kind of uh, takes on like the persona basically of like this uh, vegetable, this woman who's like in a vegetative state. Oh yeah, the this body switching in general was a little weird. Yeah, because um, I mean I don't know how like different it gets with Electra as far as like her powers go, but I as clear as they made it in writing is basically that there was some unknown narcotic in her that like triggered her animal instincts more which gave her like that's why she's so fast yeah i took it as maybe like something the hand gave her or something yeah Yeah. some kind of like consciousness thing or something i don't even know because yeah but that but even with that part like if you're on comiXology pages like one night it starts at 119 where it's this huge sequence where like uh electra's basically like trapped in this consciousness of this woman named sandy going out on a date with this guy named brad but it's actually like the beast like kind of hypnotizing her and using Sandy, yeah. But, but like, it's really weird. But mm-hmm. the 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 art through that entire oh, sequence, yeah, that's what I mean. Where he's trying to like apprehend like uh, this Brad dude, and then his own agents end up like getting shot with his gun. Like, mm-hmm. just the art in that whole sequence is insanely good. Right. Like, honestly, like, there's a lot of pages in this that you could just like straight up like I would pay a lot of money just for the print of. Oh God, yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, the, and I, if you like the uh, Bill Sinkovitz art, I would definitely recommend uh, reading New Mutants as well. The, we've talked about Demon Bear on this podcast a bit because we almost did yep. it on the podcast before the movie was uh, horribly racist. Yeah, I feel um, I feel kind of bad because like I had I had never really heard much of Bill Sinkovitz. And until this, and like after reading this, like I, I'm already like fully on to start uh, Demon Bear. No, you like should whole, checking out a whole bunch of his stuff. Because no. yeah, after you told me he took like a bunch of inspiration from Ralph Steadman, like that's, that's yeah. Like, there's a very like uh, similar style there between yeah, those two artists for sure. Um, uh, but yeah, I highly recommend New Mutants. New Mutants is great. It's got a bunch of really good cast of characters too. Like the, it's one of my favorite like team books. Because Claremont wrote that, right? Yep. Yeah. It was like it's like later Claremont too, so it's not quite as like uh, wordy as what we read. Not back quite when we Golden did. Age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the dense. Yeah, that that's kind of like that's the style he started with. But as time went on, he kind of evolved his style too. Yeah. I, I think Demon Bear and like New Mutants in general is where he really like got into a stride that I pre- uh, I enjoy reading. Okay. Like I like the older Claremont comics, but like. When when he writes like that, I enjoy it much more. Like when he lets the art do a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like that's another product of the times. Like that's just how yeah. comics evolved in exactly. general. I feel like right. They became more like the artist took more of a center stage eventually. Yeah, um, and thank God because that uh, that book it, 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 that arc especially is carried a lot by Bill Sinkovitz. The New Mutants. New Mutants. Okay. Oh, this too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and plus, you you'll get to meet like uh, like Magic and fucking uh, Danny and uh, oh, and Warlock. Oh, the New Mutants just have so many good characters. Yeah, I'm pumped. And the ending was kind of cool. I mean, 
I feel like it worked out way too well for the agent, but like yeah, he, he's he, the he president. becomes the president. I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah, she basically this isn't like, a happy ending. <laughs> no, it's like because basically what you find out is that this uh, like shadow organization that Shield funded that was making these robot men yeah. or whatever they literally were just taking like hardened violent criminals and putting them in android bodies yeah like they end up there's a dude who they find out is like they tried to wipe his record he ended up being like a rapist and like a serial killer and he ends up becoming like a superman robot and it's Great. like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this dude is now the president yeah so yeah, I don't know how I felt about that. No, I wasn't big on that. And plus, it's just like, okay, cool. What do we do with this? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know how to register this. Yeah, I, I really didn't. But I mean, like I said, I'm gonna post all these uh, these Electra like pages because yeah. they're very very cool. Still absolutely worth a read. Like the for the art alone. That's what I mean. Yeah, the, I mean, and the, and the artist is one like one of like as much the creator as the writer is. So yep. if you like, we, there's a lot of books where the writer is very good, and I don't like the art. I read those books anyway, so it's yeah. gonna be the same like, thing it, in this instance. It's not yeah. by any means unreadable, but oh uh, no, no, no. It's, it's not Frank Miller's best. Yeah, that that's what I mean. It's, it's kind of it's later Frank Miller, and yeah. Frank Miller like is a writer who was. Pretty good when he started. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, was there a drop off! Oh <laughs> yeah. boy, was there a drop off! Uh, and this was like kind of right at the start of it, right near the start. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that'll be our coverage of Electra Assassin. Um, I'm going to post a lot of those pictures that I talked about on Twitter. So definitely follow us over at Agents of Podcast if you want to uh, see those. Got it. One of his commissions have to be pretty pricey. Oh, I th- yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to cost you. Yeah, it's going to be pretty penny. But then again, you're getting like museum art. I was so. going to say like it'd be well <laughs> worth it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that'll be the end of our uh, Electra coverage for the book. Now we're going to be getting into what we talked about uh, before, which is the Electra movie, <laughs> which somehow is not what I expected. I was I thought this was going to be cookie cutter. Just she goes in for the stabbies, and then we end, we roll credits, and I didn't even get the second part. Nope, <laughs> she she rolls in, I guess. Yeah, and oh, it's man. crazy because like I feel like. Uh, I don't matter. Did 20th Century Fox do this movie? I think so, yes. Yeah, whoever did this movie, I feel like there was a conscious campaign to like erase this from people's memory. Because like I've come for a while I like forgot this was even a thing that was made. No, the only thing I remember is just like the cover of just like her with the size. Yeah, like, like the concept art. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's to me it was just forever a movie that I knew existed and no one I knew had ever watched it. Yeah, I couldn't like have an image in my head of what that movie like looked like in like in a scene. On Rotten Tomatoes, this has an eleven percent as I'm looking it up. Oh, right now. <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, we didn't look that up beforehand, but boy, we should have. Because on IMDb, it was a five point nine, which is awful. But like, yeah, eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's that's egregious. Because listen, what we talked about last week, we talked about the Daredevil two thousand three movie. That movie's bad. Yep. But it's like bad in like the way you'd expect from a bad superhero movie. Yeah. Um. Like for the most part, like there's that one scene where him and Elektra like fight in the park because he won't give her his number is a little weird yeah basically like beats her into tries to beat her into submission for her like phone number yeah but honestly if you cut that scene out and you cut out the scene where he like uh murders someone in front of a train and leaves a calling card if you leave out those two scenes and the scene of foggy rubbing up on some bird statue you can keep that one yeah no, that, that was worth it. i won't take that away from no, him actually that's worth it keep the it director's in. like let me have something <laughs> Uh, you can cut those other scenes. Let me have the duck tits. This is the one. Uh, I keep changing the animal. This is the one line in the sand. Well, you're thinking of Howard the duck. Yeah, tits. I can't get those duck tits out of my head. <laughs> They're forever there. <laughs> but man, is this movie just not? Yeah, what no, I, was I agree. Hoping. Like, if you take those couple scenes out of Daredevil, like it's a like a severely better movie. Yeah. Um, reading, I wish I would have finished, uh, Dareda or, uh, Electra Assassin before watching this movie. I feel like I would have been less confused by her having, like, mental psychic abilities. Yeah. App- apparently that is a thing in the comics that I just did not know about. I've yeah. read almost every Daredevil comic and I did not know she had psychic powers. <laughs> it does not come up a lot. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that was in this movie. They took that, they must have read Daredevil Assassin? But I feel like it... If that was what they were going for, it was horribly like that's, uh, portrayed. That's like, why I had the question mark at the end of that. I feel like this was a happy coincidence where they were just like, she should have like crazy time powers, right? Why not? Yeah, like <laughs> I feel like they totally took the wrong translation from that. And they'd never explain what those powers are, what they can do, or how she got them. No, not at the all. whole movie. I'm since I've, there's a whole bunch of parts where like she'll just like see a vision of like there's straight up a part where she gets murdered and like the family she's protecting gets murdered. Yeah, they just get aced and they play it like <laughs> that's what's happening. I was just yeah. like, oh, there's no <laughs> moment where she like closes her eyes to like envision what's gonna happen. Like it just happens, and, and then, then they, all Prince of, sudden, of Persia their way back. Yeah, yeah. it's. Literally 
literally just like a rewind and like a it just happens again but differently like it's it's so weird i was like wait what she has prince of persia powers it's never brought up she never mentions it it's never shown or told how it happened or why it happened like it's just there yeah and the movie itself like even ignoring like because we can pick apart uh, superhero comic book rules and powers all yeah. day. Like, that's easy. Yeah. This movie is a bad from every angle. <laughs> exactly. Like, this is objectively just a bad script. It's a horrible script. The oh, script yeah. is probably the worst part of it. Yep. But man, does it look bad, too. It's, yeah. It, like, even lighting and just yeah, general cinematography-wise, it's just awfully done. Yeah, it looks like the kind of movie, and I'm sorry, film students, but it looks like the kind of movie a film student would make <laughs> on the, their college, like, set. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I've, I've seen a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, that that's what it reminded me of because it's all just like super dramatic lighting with a weird effect put on top. Yeah, and like weird cuts. It's just like oh, it's yeah, so the ugly. Fight at all scenes times. are almost like. It's almost like insulting to fight your eyes. scenes. Oh, there were fight scenes. I don't remember any. Or <laughs> like the kind of simulated. Oh, I remember one. I remember scenes. a pillow fight at the end. That must be what you're talking about. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's. I, I don't even know. It's so weird to put this movie into words. Yeah, um, because there's a. I guess there's because let's open it. Uh, this movie I might want to walk through more just so people can understand the lack of plot that's in this. Yeah, the movie opens up with an assassination plot. Um, she's going to like kill some random guy. We don't know why. Who cares? No, but I didn't, just, I didn't care to begin with, so that's fine. Random guy in a suit drinking scotch with sure. his lackey with a machine gun. I was the door. going with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just again, just to set the scene, the only two characters like we're led to believe she's going through this warehouse and just taking out all the bad guys. Yep. Like not sh- being shown. Right. That should be the cool <laughs> opener. Like yeah. this is like when you open like a superhero movie and it's like this is what they can do. Yeah. Dude, no. Dude. But instead, what we're getting is this dude getting drunk, telling us of a fight he saw Electra do right not and, showing and sometimes his one other friend in the room looking yeah. at the security cameras just like uh, and then occasionally <laughs> he'll see a, a hand from off screen be like whoa yep <laughs> that's the extent pretty much yeah and he, he's just giving us this epic story of Electra that we'll never see no uh, he's just like She's taken out so many people. They never know who, where she's coming or where she's coming from. <laughs> uh, the last thing she'll do before she kills you is whisper in your ear, which yeah. comes up once in the movie. Once it comes yeah. up just this one time. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, and she busts in. Like again, we don't see her take out anybody. No, nope. there's the rule of cool is not here. <laughs> it was the rule of how do we not pay for a set? Like we have one room with a fireplace. Let's film here. Yeah. How do we spare a little money? Yeah. And so Electra walks in, and they go like super heavy, like Sin City on the red, which just looks terrible with the rest of the lighting and the whole. Uh, yeah, it's bad. They try to yeah, they try to make it look dramatic and cool, but like it just always looks like burnt sun asshole yeah like, you and know then, that early 2000s look yeah totally yeah and then it proceeds to be literally close to 30 minutes of almost nothing oh that dude we were sitting there <laughs> watching this it's so upsetting we, it was insane after that scene we were like okay now this is where electra plot kicks in this yep. is where we see like her doing some hits and then eventually the twist yeah um but no it's kind of literally like 30 to 35 minutes of just she goes back to like to her house and she hangs out. Ooh, a little girl tried to break in. Hey, you shouldn't steal stuff from me, little girl. She's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Hey, by the way, want to come with uh, to my dad's house for Christmas? We don't have a family. No, and then <laughs> no, late, no, th- uh, that was that comes later. After a she, little bit later, after she happens to bump into that same girl's dad, oh, right. where they have like an awkward interaction, and who, then whose name we forgot, but from now on he'll just be Turtleneck Dad. Yeah, he's Turtleneck Dad, <laughs> <laughs> and there are about five other Turtleneck guys in this movie. Yeah, so try to keep. <laughs> yeah there's turtleneck dad and then turtleneck like uh mercenary guy who never like comes up once yeah once so then yeah so then later on after she gets home later that the same day uh she runs into that girl again she's like yeah my dad wants to invite you for christmas dinner it's like what what <laughs> first of all you've known me for a day and our only interaction was i fucking threw a knife at you yeah you, li- <laughs> you literally broke into my house and tried to steal a necklace yeah like th- what like i don't even want to invite like a lot of my family members over for Christmas, let <laughs> yeah. alone the weird neighbor who throws knives at me. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then, yeah, it just becomes like literally 30 to 35 minutes of like, it feels like we're already in the second act of the mm-hmm. movie because she's just like hanging out. It's just like a day in the life of Electra, but not really because she's not an assassin. She's just no. kind of like doing normal stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, like there's 
a moment at dinner where uh, the teenage girl like does something bad, and both Electra and the dad like like scold her at the same time, and it's like oh, oh after like, like a five couple. minute discussion about her grades, which boy yeah. was I waiting for that in the Electra was, movie? I, I was just compelled. I was at the edge of my. Is seat. she gonna flunk social studies? <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, we uh, get the big twist that uh, she gets an uh, assassination contract to kill those two. Yeah, and just keep in mind, it sounds swift. This happens after like thirty five minutes yep. of just like dinner. Yeah, are we gonna kiss outside? Yeah, they, yeah. There's literally an almost kiss scene. It's like a Hallmark movie. It's literally that. And then, oh wait, the plot has to happen. Yeah. So Electra's informed. Uh, there's a hit, a new hit. You have to do. Mm-hmm. Here he is. It's Turtleneck Dad <laughs> and oh, her, and his daughter. What a twist! <laughs> <laughs> and instantly, you know that like there's absolutely no way she doesn't do it. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> the best. Oh my god, the next scene is so hilarious. It's my favorite scene. She is like, cause she's like about to like go do the hit. It's yeah. Like, oh my god, Electra's gonna kill the family. Wow. Gets a fucking hunting bow and arrow. She's <laughs> standing outside their house on, on top an of open a hill, hill <laughs> holding a giant ass bow and arrow, looking right in the window at them. Yep. If they would just looked outside, they'd just see this woman like just standing on a hill with a giant bow and arrow. It's broad daylight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. And she just like three times like aims at their head and then just puts her bow down. Yep. Just puts it down. Aims at the little girl's head with the bow. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's unreal. Yeah. I was just like, you want to really pull a twist here. Have her just like, boom. Exactly. Just ace both of them right through the eye. Right. <laughs> this movie at no point ever does anything surprising. Other no. than just surprising me how bad it can keep getting. Uh, exactly. Yeah. A 10-year-old could have predict- predicted this movie. Uh, it's, it's egregious. Because after the second time she puts her bow up, I'm like, oh, is she going to change her mind? This is going to be pretty co- shocking. Oh, my God. Yep. And she does. It's going to be pretty cool. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, my God. She changed her mind. This assassin has a heart. I, I just, I never found the tone of I've this seen movie. more of the heart than the assassin. You need to convince me of that part next. Yeah. <laughs> I have no like clues that she's an actual assassin. I've only been told by some guy sitting in front of a fireplace that <laughs> <Yep>. she's <laughs> pretty much. Um, God, it's it's something. So yeah, she gets the hit and turns it down. But then, oh boy, here comes the hand, and all of a sudden, like I'm like, wait, is there a glimmer of hope for this movie? Like the hand is mentioned. The hand didn't even get mentioned in, the, in Daredevil. No, it never came up. Like never Electra came up. was not tied into the hand or assassins or anything in the last. She was just randomly really she, good she was at a using diplomat's size. Daughter. <laughs> yeah, who just like trained overnight to be a fucking god with these yeah. size and then got killed by them by bullseye, which I mean, if you train for a night, I guess fair. Yeah, but <laughs> true that. But yeah, so then the hand comes after her, and I'm like, okay, cool. At least maybe now we'll get like some cool fights and shit. Yeah. Um, because like they introduce like the the Legion of Doom for the hand, which is like all these people with weird powers. Yeah, they have typhoid Marrier. They call her typhoid, and she's literally just like a henchman. A totally new character. The yeah. powers aren't even the same, so it's like just a totally new character named that. Yep. Named, or I don't even think she's named she's Mary. She's typhoid. typhoid. Yeah. So it's just if you look at the IMDb, it's just meant to get you excited. And exactly. Then be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> They're not there, actually. Yeah. And uh, then well, one of the other henchmen is Stone, who actually met, was, was mentioned that, yeah. at uh, the comic. Um, and then there's a guy who has living tattoos, which pretty cool in theory, but God, does it look like butt. Yeah, the CGI was terrible. It looks really bad. It's uh, it's something <laughs> it's something you have to see, honestly. And, and the actor, too. Anytime, like I feel like he didn't <laughs> do great with it, because anytime he goes into animal form, yeah. for some reason, reason he chose that like when his character's in animal form he, he his real form is sitting there like doing yoga but like having like an orgasm he's like oh yeah uh, he's basically uh, just uh, uh what is it called it's not tantric sex <laughs> it's like whatever they do where people like meditate and then they can like just like have an orgasm without touching themselves. That's basically what he's doing. It's basically what he's doing. It's like if I become the wolf, I will come. <laughs> <laughs> so so again, another predictable thing is that's how he gets beat is when he's like in animal form. Electra just Coming comes up. Coming his pants, Electra just comes up and kills him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's completely defenseless. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So... The you would think this is where the movie would kick off and get like really exciting because like oh now we get to see like you know Electra surrounded by ninjas yeah. and like take them all out and do cool Electra stuff. Yep, they're straight up as like no fights in this movie. No, like you would think that would be the one thing they could do. <laughs> like the rest of the movie could just be terrible. Just give me the fights at least. Give like, me some. Oh, no, no, keep going. Because yeah, like the the first one comes up, like it's like the ninjas are attacking the home. It even comes up like really quickly after yep. she decides to change sides. So it's almost like the urgency is there too. Yeah. 
But then, like, the ninjas just kind of sneak in and don't do anything. They just kind of sit there. And, like, really the only... There's two action sequences out of this. Mm-hmm. One-on-one, too. The first one is over in two seconds because Electra slow motion vertical jumps straight up and stabs <laughs> a ninja through the ceiling yep. and then just lands. And it's literally done, like, how you'd imagine, like, a cheesy slow motion. Like, Dude, I've been thinking about this. When did they finally get slow motion right? I don't know. When were they able to do it? 300 maybe? When were they (laughs) able to do it when it wasn't at 15 frames a second? I feel like 300 was the first time I saw it and I didn't think it looked like asshole. But dear lord. I'm sure it predates that. Because yeah, I feel like we've been on a streak with like movies that try to do slow motion that were made like before 2005. And I feel like there was no slow motion. Well, you're right. Without the the technology there, there's no way to make that actually look cool. No. Because you're slowing it down to make it more visual. But then you make it look like butt. Yeah. It (laughs) It literally looks like you're in editing and you're just tapping the forward button. Yeah. Like, it's so bad. So that's what she does. She stabs that ninja. I'm like, oh, that was easy. Okay. (laughs) Um, Well, at least she'll get to fight all these other ones, which she really doesn't. Um, She fights one of them. She gets killed by him first. Oh, yeah. Right. In the flashback that we talked about. Yeah. And then the second time, she avoids getting shot by jumping over him and then uh, throws a sigh in his hand and then he snaps his own neck. <laughs> right, which it, which legitimately was not exciting, but no. maybe the most Electra thing that happened in the whole movie. Uh, she fights a about... pillow man at the end, but that wasn't really exciting. <laughs> I Oh my god, okay. This ending fight, the ending fights are the big showdown with like the People leader. People who haven't seen this movie are like, a pillow man? What yeah, the fuck the is he leader of this, <laughs> The leader of this clan or whatever, it ends up being the guy who assassinated her mom. Which, which they they literally sure. just they throw that in there just so she has a reason to keep doing stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just for a reason to like have some like emotional stock in this fight. Because then they, yeah, they were like, wait, what? The audience just doesn't care. We got to put something else in here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they don't care about these villains at all. But yeah, go on, Pillow Man. But yeah, so it's literally she has to go back to her childhood home to show down this guy, and all the furniture are covered with bed sheets, and this guy just like uh, air bends all the bed sheets flying around the room and try to tangle her up. And yes, yeah. and the the CGI blankets or sheets or whatever are the worst looking things egregious. I've ever seen. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you just pasted a in a two D animation of a sheet. Yep, and they have them just everywhere. Yeah, it, they, oh the my scene God. is like fucking flooded with these sheets. It's literally five minutes of Electra just slashing at sheets. Yeah. Oh, it's so upsetting. <laughs> Like they thought this is going to be the cool visual like oh ninja fight. This is going to be like he goes between the sheets like it, and he can't be seen. Nope. I'm like, nope. All I'm just focusing on is these horrible, horrible CGI fucking confetti just going yeah. everywhere. <laughs> it is so fucking bad. Oh, yeah, and we forgot to talk about the fact that they decided to add a last another last-second twist where it turns out that the turtleneck oh. dad and the, the daughter that she was defending were actually, like, assassins. Or no, whatever the fuck. No, were the they? dad was normal. The daughter had like some kind of superpower. We're like she had like a magic glowing bracelet that she wore. Yeah. Oh my god, is it lame? Because it's like <laughs> it's so it's lame. It's like one foot in length, so yeah. it's like you can't. It's not a lasso. No. Like because it it kind of looks like a magic lasso, yeah. but literally like the size of a necklace. You can only just kind of whip people who are right next to you. Yeah. And so, give if you gave her a lasso, that's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. you're taking Wonder Woman's thing, but who cares? She like roundhouses a couple dudes, but beyond that, she's like. It's just her weird chain thing it's that doesn't so really lame. do much. It is. I just don't understand who oh my God. thought these were good ideas. And there's a part during the sheet fight where, like, uh, the girl goes to help her, and then Electra's like, "No, we got to get out of here." And she <laughs> runs past the sheet like pillow man, and he just kind of watches her go. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> just like ah, all right. and then she grabs onto the girl's magic necklace and like pulls her up to make I'm, a swift yeah. getaway, like like straight up pulls her up like a foot. Yep, like uh, like a whole story. I mean, yeah, like up on a staircase, and they they do a CGI like flip or she's like <laughs> it is i did oh god who thought these were good ideas like, oh, like if we were, like i'm glad we got to talk about something with uh, a good artistic vision in the last segment because yeah. this is the opposite of good art <laughs> yeah seriously like i don't i can't tell if this was just thrown together but it couldn't have been because this was like a few years after daredevil yeah like, this, they had time this feels like a movie that executives asked to be made and yeah. then someone just got given the job of like, uh, hey, you don't know anything about Electra, but you have to make an Electra movie yeah. and do it in budget. Yep. 
pretty oh, okay. under I don't give a shit about Electro, but I'll do it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and they, yeah. they like glanced over a few comics and just pulled things and translated it. That they heard wrong. about, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We mentioned Stone. I want to talk about this Stone fight, too, because I thought it was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Because they set it up where he's like a really threatening. Like this, I thought this was going to maybe be like where uh, we got to finally a cool fight because yeah. she, she can't use her normal thing. Like they try to shoot him. It doesn't work. Yeah. She throws her side at him and it breaks. It just half. breaks. And yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. That's like the Thor moment. Where right. Like, the hammer's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's like now she's got to get creative. And she does, but it's not the way I was hoping. Yeah. <laughs> she fucking just climbs up a tree, waits for him to... First of all, he cuts down the tree with a twig, which, no. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like... It, it's like a... It's a log to, to be generous. Yeah, it's a log, but still, you're not going to chop down a log, a piece of... No like, matter how strong you are. No. That, that's going to give before the log's The log's going to break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how strong you are. Not at all. Like, if he punched the tree, that would have been cooler. I would have rolled with that. Yeah, that would have been way cooler. That would have been like sure. some southern bastard shit. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Have him rip the tree off, you know, if you really want to make him look cool. Yeah, they really didn't think about that. No, because they wanted him to weaken the tree because then Electra's cool move is she runs up the tree yep. and then tries to like kick it over and this guy with unbreakable skin who can't be killed is killed because a tree falls on him. Yeah. Not just killed, he explodes, which we haven't talked about yet. Oh yeah, we didn't mention that. Anytime a member of the hand dies, any member of the hand, yep. even these cool Avenger types, yep. they explode into like Slimer goo dust. It's basically, yeah, it's like a green gas and yeah. it just evaporates. It looks like Slimer from the Ghostbusters yeah. to me. That's what oh, I Oh, mean. no, for sure. If you want to visualize it. But oh, yeah, that, definitely. If he farted, you know, like yeah. that's what it looks no, like. No, it's, well, he does in the movie. It's does, literally right. Slimer's fart. Yeah, that's what they <laughs> come literally and so that's all it takes this guy with unbreakable skin you fucking knock a tree over him and like granted it's like a huge redwood but like it's still this dude's like supposed to be harder than stone yeah. like it's not gonna happen I, I guess he had a slashing immunity but not uh he had a bludgeoning uh, <laughs> yeah weakness. yeah <laughs> <laughs> D talk i was gonna say yeah. oh yeah sticks in this movie yeah, yeah. like they try to make him cool and he's not really it's they, not he's played by what's his name uh uh, Terrence Stamp, who's like a huge, he's been around right. forever. He was Zod in the original Superman yep. movies. Yep, so we've actually covered him before. Yeah. Yep. And um, like, he's a great actor, but like the character, was, like there's a scene where he's just playing pool and he's good at it. Right. And then, <laughs> yeah, we didn't mention this. So basically the entire first hour of that movie means nothing because it ends up being a test by uh Oh Stick. my God, how that did whole, I forget that? Yeah, that whole assassination plot. like That was so enraging. It was a test by Stick to see like, if she would like spare them because he he wanted to see if like she had a heart. <laughs> we spent so much time on that plot. It is insane. Like, literally, legitimately, by the time we get to that scene where she learns that, I thought we were we were only an hour into the yeah. movie. We, just to picture this for people. And imagine an hour into a movie, you're told that the plot you've witnessed so far was a <laughs> sensei's test. Yeah. It didn't matter. Oh. It was just a big gotcha. How long is left in this movie again? <laughs> 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. An hour and a half. Well, now let's start the plot, I yeah. guess. Is I just I don't what understand. What a terrible decision. I don't understand who wrote this movie. That twist like is fine if you do it in the first ten minutes. Oh yeah, easily. <laughs> like, even after that, you're pushing it. Yep. Oh my god. Oh, so many things Lord. about this movie. Oh god, why the hedge maze? We're not <laughs> done yet. We're that, not fucking done. That's yet. That's literally the final fight. There's some bad movies where we're just like, we don't want to talk about it too much. I'm not letting this movie yeah, off no. the hook. <laughs> we're you pointing get out, back here. We're, we're not pointing done with out you. every sin. I'm not done with you by damn sight. <laughs> no, there's a scene where they're running through a, a corn maze, or it's a hedge maze. Yeah, it's a like a shining hedge maze. Yeah, and they're trying to get away from, uh, they've killed a couple of the members of yeah, the Yeah, all that's so left far. is Typhoid and uh, uh, the Tattoo Guy. Tattoo Cummies Guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're running through the hedge maze. Electra's like, we'll get away this way. They'll never catch us here. Yeah. Okay. Somehow. Um, And <laughs> Electra loses the girl. She's like, wait, where'd she go? No one saw that coming. <laughs> yeah. Like straight up, like they, they're not even being like really chased yet. They no, just no. get lost. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a hedge maze. It's so confusing. Electra just ran a little too fast. Electra could back, they, they could both probably just backflip over this fucking <laughs> Seriously. thing. Seriously. Yeah, come on. It's unreal. Um, And then, yeah, so he, the, the dude sends a bunch of snakes after him. Yeah. And uh, the snakes don't seem all that threatening. I mean... Yeah, it's weird because they start out literally flying with, like, flaming heads at, like, the speed of sound. And then they end up, once they find Elektra and Abby or the girl... Uh, yeah, her name's Abby. They become snakes and then they just kind of, like, wrap around They you literally just, like, slither on top of her and just, like, keep her pinned down. Yeah, and they were more threatening as, like, a screaming missile. Yeah, exactly. It was way more That's threatening. The th yeah, the first form was the most threatening. Yeah, so you, then, yeah. You know, it looked like CGI butt, but... <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, while he's slithering Abby, then Electra just walks up on him in his meditation form and just stabs him. 
Yeah. And then, was, oh yeah, I was no, yeah, that's the most <laughs> egregious part. The, the the fucking creators of this movie were like, oh wait, we have a, a boss left. She, she never killed Mary. <laughs> There's one left. Oh my god, yeah. And so she fucking throws her sigh. Doesn't know where Mary is. No, throws her sigh through almost like, pretty much the entire maze. Yeah, through the entire maze. Which yep. by the way, she could have done that the whole time. Yep. Um, <laughs> through the entire maze and just headshots her. Yeah. Boom. Right. In the there face. goes Mary. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess she's out. And then her like Slimer fucking fart fog like kind of uh, makes the appearance that it's like going into the sigh. Yeah, what was that? I didn't understand that at all. Like, was, I don't know if they were trying to set something up if there was a sequel, but it was very. Or confusing. if there were like scenes that got cut and then they were like, oh wait, now this one doesn't make sense. <laughs> there was a director's cut. No, oh, we, we could have watched that, and thank God we didn't. Yeah, that's the last thing this movie needed was more scenes. <laughs> yeah, because trust me, if there. Were, Anyone who looked at this movie and this is what they were left with, these were like these were the uncuttable scenes. Yeah, I'm like, really? <laughs> what about the first hour? Like, how were these the ones that didn't get cut? <laughs> the only scenes from this movie that I would not cut is if I were to let's get the Paul cut of this movie. Okay, it's going to be the opening scene. Mm-hmm. I can't add scenes if I'm a cu- if I'm an editor, so yeah. I have to just go with what's on the table. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have the first scene where she kills the guy. I'm going to keep all of that. Yeah. After that. I cut out the next hour of the movie. Yep. It, we go straight to the hand getting introduced. <laughs> Stick comes up. We need you to take out the hand. She does all that. Yep. I cut out a lot of that other bullshit. We're left with a 31-minute movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically just a short film. Yeah. It's an episode of like not even a full-length TV show. No, not even. <laughs> I mean, if we throw enough commercials in yeah. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. True. There's not enough commercials to fill this movie. God, no. The biggest threat to Elektra in this movie was Mary, just because Elektra just f- suddenly got so horny. She was like, oh my gosh, she's hot. I want to make out. <laughs> yeah. She basically just flash runned up to Elektra and just locked lips yeah, and then, then kind of like, just laid her down into a bed of black leaves. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's pretty much the movie. I was trying to see if there was anything that wrapped it up at the end, but no, not um, really. Well, Elektra and Turtleneck Dad literally like hook up. They just end up kissing and they're in love for some reason. Yeah. I don't Where, know like, why. They literally had like three interactions that were all weird. Yeah. And like there was never any kind of like spark or connection whatsoever. That's what I mean. They skipped over like they they <laughs> that relationship felt like we were like a year or so into that oh, relationship. Oh yeah. Like they they kind of just like inserted the shit out of that. They're just like, "No, this is happening and you're going to like it." Well, that's a pro dating <laughs> tip. You should make your first date a Christmas dinner because yes. then you're pretty much just already married. Yeah, but first first your daughter has to break into their home and try to steal from them. Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, that's any meat cute. Oh yeah. Uh, but God, was this movie just its upsettingly bad. How this got made, I will never know. Because we've talked about bad movies. Don't get me wrong. But there's a lot of bad movies that you can still get entertainment value yep. out of, even if not intentionally. But this movie is just in that perfect spot where it's just like poorly made, wants to be cool. Yeah. And it's just so boring because you don't even get attempts at uh, an electric movie. No. It's just like they realized they weren't didn't have what they needed to make a bunch of fight scenes. And they were just <laughs> like, how do we make an electric movie without it? Yep. You don't, but do it anyway. Yeah. You literally just try to make it like a cute Hallmark movie with like some half-ass fight scenes in it. Yeah. They, did they put all their money into the tattoo man? Honestly, didn't probably. that seem really way over budget for everything else we had in that movie? They like it looked like it looked bad. Don't get me wrong. They but. used it way too often, and for the time it was made, that probably was very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> they filmed that first, and then they filmed the pillow fight, and and, and like, then they were like, yeah. "Shit!" <laughs> and then they, whatever was left is what they made. Shit! Well, we, we don't even have enough money to make the opening scene cool. Sorry, <laughs> it's got to be two people in a room <laughs> with weird like tan lighting. <laughs> Can she even fight the guy? No, she just turns around and throws a knife at him. Yeah, that's shit. It. Okay. That's it. Uh, all right, so it's that time. I said it, it, if a movie is this kind of level of bad, then we have to bring out the Wotes list. Yep. So uh, bring up a list. Uh, bring up your podcast app, whatever you got to do. We're going to go through this and see if anything is worse than this. Because, honestly, this might be the worst thing we've ever reviewed, but maybe I'm forgetting something. Uh, let's go through the bad ones we've done, like the really bad ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Lantern. I would say it's on the Wotes list. I don't think it's Yeah, a we talked about that last night. It's not a contender for the Wot, but it's on the list. Oh, yeah. For sure. Definitely. Um, And we're, we're just talking about the adaptations, not the comics, because otherwise, yeah. Doomsday oh, Clock, sure. you, I'm looking at you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll never stop. No. That movie will never get my mercy. The, or that no. comic, I mean. Yeah, absolutely not. The show was great. Oh, sure. Yeah, I love the show. Um, But let's see. What else do we have that's on that Wotes I mean, list? Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. 
again, that's better kinda, than this. That's Green Lantern territory. Yeah, it's on the Woats list, but it's up there, like right on the border of what's a Woat and what's not. Yeah, and I'm not going to put the Fantastic Four movie on that level. No, I think I will, but it's not going to be the. It's not going to be like a hateful but one. The Fantastic Four movie had a reason to be bad because it. Oh no, I'm talking like the one that didn't get released. Oh no, I know, but and actually thinking about it more, the plot's not even that bad in that movie. It at least had a coherent one. Yeah, like it's low budget and it looks like butt. And but like it had, the, a, it had a characters sword. are acting acting reasonably. <laughs> yeah, and like it had a sort of a payoff. And you like, know, yeah, you're right. I could never put that lower than Elektra because that movie gave me what I expected from exactly. a Fantastic Four movie. With it no budget. It didn't look like what I expected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's the plot. Like, you know, Doctor Doom is causing shit. The yeah. Ones, Fantastic Four have to rise up above and defeat him. Yep. Great. That's what I wanted. This is not an Elektra movie, so you're right. That goes higher up. I would put Fantastic Four, or, uh, four like, not... That's almost its own list. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to include that in this, though. Yeah, no, definitely um, not. Birds of Prey I'll put on there. The, sh- the TV show. The show? Yeah, not the movie. I love yeah, I was going to say, yeah. No, no I adore yeah, the movie. No, the show, yeah, I'd, I'd put up there. Yeah, the, the TV, the Birds of Prey TV show was really bad, but that's a TV show, too, so that one I feel like gets an asterisk, because TV shows being bad, I think, is a little more forgivable. Yeah, for sure. Um, But then again, Swamp Thing TV show, that is on my waltz list, and I won't remove it. It's so bad. <laughs> it is. Yeah, no, it's insulting. So right now, I think... The only one that I might say is worse is maybe the Swamp Thing show. What else do we have here? The Catwoman movie? Yeah. I think the Catwoman movie movie is better than Electra. It's better. It is better, for sure. Um, Hellboy 3, again, that's upper, that's Suicide Squad level, I think. Yeah. Maybe a little bit above. Like, if if I'm putting those two movies in front of me, I'm picking Hellboy. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, Thor, The Dark World. Again, upper. That's in that like watchable but still bad level. There are at least a few scenes that are. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Venom is still on my votes list. I know it's not on yours, but I think it's on mine. Uh, to me, that's. I, in the I'd same still territory. put Venom above this. I would. I would put Venom. Venom above this. is very low on my list, but it's definitely but Venom's not. in it at least. No, yeah. <laughs> again, it does. Ha- is not in it as much something, as I want him to be. Yeah, something that looks like Venom is in that movie, and, <laughs> and there are there are scenes where Venom is doing Venom things. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so so yeah, Venom could have is... used a little less Tom Hardy eating garbage. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> just jumping in a lobster tank. <laughs> uh, that is art. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> We are never going to stop shitting on that movie. <laughs> no. So that's on my list. I'm sorry, Venom. And I'm sorry, Venom fans. I, I know. I, I, I really am sorry. <laughs> I think there are good reasons to like that movie. I oh, just, yeah. I just don't. <laughs> Not yet. Totally. Um, Howard the Duck should be on that list, but God, does Leah God. Thompson just fucking drag that movie up honestly like Like, i can't i'll never say it's bad but it's a little bad (laughs) it should be on this list but leah thompson is fucking to this day holding it up oh yeah but so far it's he's holding it above that howard the duck holds it up a little like he wasn't bad in that movie Mm -hmm. i mean like as a whole yes but like it had some redeeming qualities (laughs) yeah (laughs) what about banksy or whatever the fuck that guy's name was it wasn't banksy it wasn't banksy I don't remember. <laughs> what if Banksy was in that movie? We'll never know. Yeah, true. <laughs> he, Tim Robbins might be Banksy. He very well could be. <laughs> it's we can't say for sure. Um. Okay. Oh, man. Anything else qualify for the Wotes list here? I think I, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I can't think of anything that was worse than that. So damn, damn. Yeah, we have a new champion. We have a new champion. Holy shit. Okay. Um, but yeah, okay, so we'll, we'll discern this, we'll, we'll iron this out as we go, because yeah. we're not done covering bad shit. Oh no, I'm, there's I'm, a lot. I'm positive. <laughs> we're about yeah. to do what a lot of people think is the worst superhero movie ever made, which is Batman and Robin, yep. so. Well, two weeks, yeah. In two weeks, yeah. Yeah, but Batman about Forever to. is, I mean, people put, Batman it, Forever people put is, it close to that. There I've are a se- lot of people that hate the Schumacher movies. Oh, really? Even yeah. Batman Forever. I feel oh, like, yeah. I feel like that one was more positively received. I, I don't think either one of them, I, again, I haven't seen Batman and Robin, but I don't think either one of those are going to make my votes list. Maybe they will. Batman Forever will not. I actually kind of like Batman Forever. Yeah, no, they won't make my votes. For yeah, sure. Batman Forever won't touch the votes list. It'll be no. ab- it'll be above that category. It's, that's in like the mid. Honestly, like that that's one of my hot takes. I actually kind of like movies, so that one I'll yeah. actually kind of put up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Batman and Robin, the jury's still out, so we'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, uh, but join us next week. We'll be getting more into the Batman stuff. We're gonna be like I said, talking about Batman Universe, which is uh, by Brian Michael Bendis. It's about a whole bunch of stuff. Like there's a whole bunch of guest characters. It's basically just Batman going through the DC universe doing stuff. It's pretty cool. Okay. Um, and then after that, we'll do the uh, Grant Morrison uh, Dick Dick Bats. Yes. And uh, and Damien. That's right. So join us next time for the. Dun- Dun, 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 dun. <laughs>